Hi there, and welcome to That Teacher Supplies. I'm your host, Sharon, and this is That Teacher Supplies podcast, where I talk about experiences in teaching, supply teaching, and hopefully give you some hints and tips to help you along with your journey. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. So this week, we're talking about five things to remember as a supply teacher. So when I was a recruiter, I always used to remind my teachers at the beginning of term or at the beginning of their contract with us, with me, that they needed to remember certain things when they were starting the new term or starting with us. And it just made everything so much easier for everybody. So I actually did some of these things, some if not all of these things when I was a supply teacher myself. And it just made everything so much smoother, so much easier, especially when I was going from school to school and, you know, working from county to county. So when starting out as a supply teacher, or even when you're starting back as a supply teacher, here are some of the things I think make your teaching job much smoother. So the first thing I would say is your DBS. That's the number one thing. That's the number one thing anywhere that you're working, whether you're working with an agency or you're working as a freelance standalone supply teacher, you need your DBS and you need it to be up to date and how you make sure that it's up to date, you have it on the update service. I worked with so many teachers who would come to me and they would say, oh yes, of course I've got my my DBS, it's up to date, it's n- not a problem. I have it with such and such an agency, it's, it's not a problem, but we couldn't use it, unfortunately, because it wasn't on the service, it wasn't on the update service. Now, let me just clarify something with a DBS. Most agencies will have a look at the current DBS that you have. They'll look at it to see, obviously, you know, if you've had any past offenses or anything like that, because they will be stated on your DBS if you have any. So they will always ensure that they look at your current DBS if you have one. However, if it's not on the update service, they they can't do the they can't do a quick check in terms of have you had any recent offenses anything that's not on your on your printed dbs have you had anything else that's happened um that we should know about before we put you forth into you know put you forward to work with different schools so it's crucial it's it can be annoying Um, however, if you think about it, it's actually a really good thing because obviously it's keeping the children safe, keeping everybody vulnerable safe. So yeah, so you need to make sure you have it on the update service. The other thing with this is that if you, once you get it, you have a limited time, you have a limited amount of time in which to put it onto the update service from when you receive the paper copy. So in 2021, so I recently checked this in 2021, you have 30 days to register your DBS on the update service. I mean, have another check, have another look just to absolutely make sure when you go on the on the website, which I'll put in the description bar, in the description box, sorry, um, 
but make sure you, as soon as you receive it in the post, as soon as you receive the physical copy, put that straight onto the update service. Um, it's increased, the days have increased from about 15 it was um, in 2019, um, but now it's from 15 to 30, which is great. However, if you don't register it within this time, you'll need to apply for a whole new DBS, which can take time and prevent you from working as well. And that's not what you want. That's definitely not what you want. So just get it sorted in time. So the second thing I would say is your availability. So you need to make sure that you have a clear idea in your mind of your availability and then update this with your agency as in your consultant or the school and your point of contact at the school. So there is nothing worse than getting work or sorry, there is nothing worse than not getting work. (laughs) Than not getting work because you haven't communicated your availability. That's just unnecessary stress for anybody. So I would always say, even if your your consultant or your point of contact at the school, if they've said to call them, I would always email them just so that you have a point of reference to go back to. So email them, email them in good time at the beginning of each term, just to ensure that there are no, there is no confusion, especially if your availability changes frequently due to childcare or other things. Um, So just ensure that you email them at the beginning of the term and just plan it out and just make sure, okay, or even if it changes weekly, then again, obviously you communicate that. But so long as they have your availability on their books and they know exactly when to call you, And then they can call you on the correct days as well. Just makes everything much smoother, much more effective, much more efficient. So the next thing I would recommend is to ensure that you renew your teacher resource. Well, renew your subscriptions in just in general. So for instance, your teacher resource subscriptions, things like Teacher's Pet, Twinkle, Pobble, Tess, Sparklebox, Teachers Pay Teachers, all of those, they're all really good resource subscriptions that I think are just really useful for teachers. And these will help you in those times when things go wrong or when you run out of time or you just need a filler activity. You can just quickly go on Twinkle, quickly go on Sparklebox or Tess, whichever. Or if you're, you know, suddenly thrown in and you have to um, cover that particular class for the rest of the week and you haven't got anything, you know, you've got your subscriptions there ready. So I would always recommend that you have those subscriptions. Obviously, um, a, a lot of these will come with a free subscription first and then you have the update the upgrade, which is where you pay for it. So that's up to you. That's, that's up to you how you want to deal with it. But I would always say have some sort of teacher resource subscription, subscription, sorry, just because they're just really very useful. 
The other thing I would say is I would recommend you have a subscription with any of the teaching unions as well, just so that you're protected. And they usually do. I know that when I was a teacher, they actually had a cheaper price for me because I was a supply teacher. And then when I was a full-time teacher, then um, the price changed. So again, this is up to you, but I would recommend, I would highly recommend that you would be a part of a teaching union as well. Um, these unions also have resources that are useful for supply teachers, such as seminars, information about pay, and also they have information about things like umbrella companies as well. I mean, they've got their blogs and things that, you know, that are online, but you also have specific member things that you can only go to if you've got a subscription. And it's also really good in terms of a support network. I know that I went to quite a few different um, events that the union had put on for us, um, for the members. And it was really, really good just because I was able to meet up with other teachers and just talk about just life as a teacher that, but these teachers were not necessarily in my school. There were just other people that I could just talk to and kind of hear their story um, and get some advice. I managed to speak to a head teacher once of a private school and she was talking to me about her kind of life story, how she then got into teaching in a private school, etc. So things like that are really very useful just because you get to, you get that experience as well and you get that support network. So I would highly recommend a subscription to teaching unions as well. So the next thing, which is something that I started to do and then I asked my teachers as well to do I recommended this for my teachers was that I used to pack I used to have a teacher bag in quotes and that was my bag that I would always take to school so this bag was packed with all of the key things that I needed so things like my ID which is what you need when you go to a school the first time my DBS, again, you need that for when you go to a school the first time. My stationery, my own stationery as well. So things like that. Um, it's such an easy win, but it's a crucial one, especially with the DBS and the ID. You always have to make sure that you have all of your essentials packed in your teacher's bag. A few of my teachers, actually, they, they got caught out with this because they didn't have perhaps their ID on them or they didn't have their DBS on them. And it's just such a crucial thing. You will be turned away from some schools. There were some who were nearly turned away. Um, fortunately for them, they had their DBS on the update service. Oh, look at that. Um, so the school was able to check to see whether or not they had their DBS on the update service. But I've also had other people even though they've had it on the update service, they were still turned away because it was like they needed to see the physical DBS as well. Just because with some schools, their policies are very, very strict in terms of 
um, who they can let in for certain re- certain reasons. So I would always ensure to have your teacher bag packed and ready to always go so that you don't have to think about that when you're going out, um, when you're called at seven in the morning to go and cover a class. You can just pick up that bag and go. So the fifth and final one is, are all your routes to schools still the same? Are there any roadworks coming up? So this is another easy win, I think, in order to help you when you get any last minute call outs. It's so frustrating when you're finally sent out for your first job and you're stuck in traffic because you didn't know that the roads were going to be closed. It's so frustrating. So I would just, just as a word of caution, (laughs) I would absolutely check and see, see on the council websites, on Google Maps, whichever um, maps you use, I would absolutely double check and see if there's anything coming up because you'll always have those updates um, for things that are coming up in your roadworks um, that are coming up in your area or in that particular area that you're going to. So obviously with some school, with some schools that you'll be going to, you'll just get the call out on that particular morning and you'll think, oh my goodness, what's going on? But if you've already, if you already know some of the shortcuts, so if you already know that there are some roadworks that are coming up, you'll avoid certain things or you'll know, right, okay, I'm going to need extra time. So I'm better off just leaving earlier or um, avoiding this particular area, etc. It just makes everything just so much easier. Obviously, there are times when you're not, it's just life happens, right? Life will always happen. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the times when you could have prepared So these are the things that you could do to prepare yourself so that you don't have to have that kind of added stress so that when you get to the school, you're thinking, oh my goodness me, I'm, you know, in such a frenzy. No, we don't want that. We want calm. We want collected teachers who are going in and ready to just take on the day. So I would definitely do this and just have a look and see what what are the routes looking like to the schools that you usually work at and take it from there so thanks again for listening to this podcast remember to rate and subscribe and don't forget to share this podcast with another teacher you think would find this really useful Thanks again. So take care and I will see you in the next one. Bye.